Welcome to episode 10 of Grown and Opinionated. Hi. You're not going to go for it now. Every week. You always say. You complain. You, no, I do not. You say <laughs> hi. My name is such and such. I complain that one week <laughs> because of the way the name was set. Oh, now, my we're not God. sharing the same type name, so. Wait, and on that episode, my daughter was like, um, because I'm like, listen, we always be in the same thing. She's like, no, Rosolio and Owl are equals. They That's just do two say. different positions. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I never watched the show. So <laughs> it was all the same difference. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Madame, Malid, you want to go first? Yes. My name is Slothina. And <laughs> <laughs> y'all will understand why I'm saying my name is Slothina at the end of this podcast. So please keep listening. Oh, my God. And um, I guess I'm going with Sabrafina this week. I'm going with Sabrafina this week. Because wow, you're so nice and straight. <laughs> <laughs> racist. Oh, my God. Let's put that. Don't get that racist, though. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what is that? What Whoopi Goldberg said? Appropriation or something she was saying with the um, if you something she was saying, but the only part I got out of it, well, you should not want you should wear your hair natural if you feel like that or something. You didn't see that little clip with her, the one I sent you. You know my phone, I never had the sound on, so I didn't listen to it. I just sent it to you because I saw a whole bunch of people coming. I can't. I can't. So I was like, she'll tell me who this <laughs> Most of those Instagram videos, I do not know what the F they be talking about. Or I don't hear the song. I, I forgot what the, the, the whole, the main thing was. But I know she said, like, so um these women, they complain about certain things, woman appropriation or something like that. But yet you go and get your hair straight to be like the white people. Won't you just wear your natural hair? No. No, sister girl, no need to wear my natural state of hair to feel a certain way about what's going on in this world. Like, it seems like it just don't go with me. Like, I don't understand that whole thing. Well, that's the thing. So then I don't understand. Um, I don't get that, that because you wear your hair straight, you're trying to look white. I don't think it's, it's that. It's just a preference. Um, and it's convenience. Yeah, that's another, that natural shit, oh, I tell you all the time. Well, I'm still natural, but I blew it out and flat ironed it this week. Um, one of the reasons being that I was going to take you, pictures. And it took you how long? It didn't take me that long. I keep uh. telling you, now that I know how to do my hair, honestly, I could wake up in the morning and, like, if I was going to work at, like, mm-hmm. 9 o'clock or something, I could do my hair. Oh, okay. I, like, if it's already, wait, if it's already washed, position, see, see? everything, then I could blow it out and flat on it. It doesn't, it really doesn't take me that long anymore. Before, oh my God, it used to be like a two-day process. <laughs> like, you got to detangle one day, let the conditioner sit, then you got to do this, do that. So, so much, so much, so much work. So it's not to say you want to look white, it's just to say, oh, I don't have time for that. Like, I want to well, get up. Well, no, but let me say that. Let me say this. Sometimes when I'm going to certain places or I have certain things to do, yes, I do make an effort to straighten my hair. Um, nowadays, it's really not a big deal. I tell you, every time I straighten my hair to go do something or go somewhere, I go there and every damn near every black woman there has natural hair. And I'm the only person with the straight or maybe one other person. 
before it was the opposite. It was like, oh, look at her hair. But now it's like, oh, you get relaxer? Like, it's frowned upon. Like, oh, you getting relaxer? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yes. Well, I don't get the um, relaxer, but I do straighten it. I find it, it it's just easier sometimes. I was going to take um, pictures, but let me say this. I think I'm going to put the hair back curly and take my pictures. Because I was getting a lot of calls this week, and they like, oh, I saw your picture, and I noticed you were black, or I noticed you were um, Latina, and so I wanted to use you. And I'm like, hey, hola. So I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of conflicted. Of course, my husband, he prefers it straight. Um, he met me with a straight. And, of course, because it... um. Looks longer when it's straight. Which, oh. yeah. that's That right there is just somebody's preference if they prefer long hair over short hair. One doesn't matter. Like, well, because when preference. it's curly, so the thing is that when it's curly, it looks way shorter than what it is. Um, if I just do like wash and go, my hair will probably come down to my shoulder or something. And then by the end of the day, it's like up to my ears. It's, it's um, Exaggerated, but that it does. You know, when I got my <laughs> it hair don't come curly, up to your ears. It'll come right here. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna show you the pictures from my sister party. You're gonna be like, who that bald head chick? <laughs> but um, you got that snapback. Oh my god, get into the uh, what's the name? The hair this week. Um, French Montana was all over the internet oh, yeah. and everything because he called a girl who said something to him. That first, yeah, come to him. Who is he, or something like that? And he was like, um, and he just only looked at her picture. And based off her picture, she had braids in there, like the Janet Jackson poetic justice braids. Mm-hmm. So he commented on that. Like, I didn't see nothing wrong with what he said. Like, I didn't either. So that's what I was gonna say. Did you take a did you see anything wrong? I can't offensive. say. It. I didn't find it offensive, I didn't either. and I didn't find anything wrong with it, but then uh, eventually he gave in to the pressure and apologized. At first, his position was, I'm not apologizing because she came at me. I responded. I'm not, it's not racist, my response to her. Plus, I'm fucking African. Um, he was like, it's not racist. It's yeah, just based on her look. for 13 years or something like that. Well, isn't he from if Saudi? Yeah. He's from some, yeah. little, like he's, what's that? But he's like... It's just based that her hair was nappy. Like, it's not a black or white thing. So, I was like, I yeah. Know, I don't they take... People are taking this race thing, some people, and on some things. It just go too far because someone of the opposite color is making a comment towards you. Then whatever they say, you turn it around and say it. they made a racist comment. So then let's... All right, that's the thing. Like, let's get into that. Um, number one... I guess the nappy hair part is that something uh, you wouldn't say it to a white person because I had never heard somebody say to a white person you got nappy hair. It's something that's used for black women only or black people. Yeah. Um, But if your hair is nappy, what do you say? Like, (laughs) your frizzy hair? Like, I I guess because white people, would they, I guess if they was to make a comment, on another white person, what do they say? Your your damaged hair, 
your fried <laughs> hair. Like, oh, but... Like, thin hair? Yeah, but... I don't know. If it's nappy, it's nappy. What the heck? Your, and it wasn't even your hair. He made a comment about the your braids. braids. That's not your hair. That's, well, even that, I didn't care. I just felt So he like said your nappy braids. It's not your hair. Your braids weren't fresh. Exactly. So I guess he could have said your unfresh braids. Now that sounds corny. <laughs> now they're like, you, you wax that old clap back. <laughs> <laughs> like, so... I, I didn't see nothing wrong with what he said. Like, y'all getting way too sensitive. And I, I was about to say, I didn't need that. And then I could see if her hair was um, curly mm-hmm. while I'm doing quotation marks. Because some people, hey, listen, let's be honest, that hair be nappy. But some people, they call them their natural curls or whatever and this and that. I could see if she had that traditional style and he made that comment and then it's like, okay, well, you're just saying her hair's nappy because it doesn't look, um, and, it's yeah, not relaxed, yeah. it's but not straight. But they were braids. Yeah. And, and he said were, you're braids. Yeah, he nappy, called them nappy. So. Dusty braids or something. Maybe he could have just called them dusty. <sighs> but they look nappy. <laughs> so the braids need to be done over. So he made a comment about that. So and so now, me, could he say you're being racist towards him because he's not a black rapper and you calling him whack? You don't know who he is. Well, because that doesn't have anything. I guess if she said something that would go to his ethnicity, what is? Because he's Af- I guess he would be considered yeah, so, African people from. I don't, I don't know. What I don't would know. Be called? I don't know. But he's, he like, from like, Saudi Arabia, some shit like that. Yeah, you asked the wrong one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess if she said, like, oh, well, go dig some oil or some shit like that, then that would kind of be... that rag off your head. Or something like, I don't know. It just was... It, was, it, it went too far. Well, let me not. tell you, the, the real problem I had is him apologizing because the fact that he apologized, now you're making it seem like they were right. And they weren't. And it should be that you should have... Um, be able to say, listen, you're here nappy. And I have to apologize for yeah. everything. And yeah. then um, if you look like a monkey and you're black, <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm being racist and saying it. You look like a fucking monkey. <laughs> so I, I guess that if, because he apologized, now is taking it back. Like, we're never going to get to that point. Where is, where is this line being crossed mm-hmm. and where it's not being crossed? And is it okay? But he apologized. So basically, he's conceding that, okay, yeah, I guess I was over it. And I don't think he felt that way. I really believe that his true feelings, when he called up the radio stations the next day and said, those were his true feelings. I think that afterwards, the people got to him and like, listen, just apologize, you know, this and that. And so he puts out this apology, and then so they can move forward. But I wish he would have said, no. I didn't mean this against any black woman. I didn't mean, I didn't mm-hmm. say because she's black. I said it because her braids are nappy and dusty. Exactly. You don't like it all fucking well. I would have liked for him to do that so we could get to this point because I'm tired. Like you're saying, it's always a race thing um, and everything just not about it. And now a lot of shit is about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it's a lot. No, please don't get us wrong. But Oh, it's a lot. That's but just that's, not about yeah, it. That's just not one of them. Mm. Like now, when the guy said it about the remember back in the day, the guy said it about the Rutgers basketball players, the mm-hmm. women. 
when he said all them nappy-headed hoes. <laughs> now, that was totally racist because you said all of them, and all of them wasn't. So it's just like you're just labeling them all because they all were black. So now that I took as racist when he said all oh, your nappy-headed hoes, when you just saying all of them, they all, all they all, they all different, all different shades, all different types of hair grays, all different everything, and you're just saying all of them black nappy headed hoes girls. Like now that was racist. It was that was something different. It was used differently. To See, me. and I didn't find it to be racist. I mean, what's the fucking wrong with saying nappy headed? That's just like if you were cracking with somebody, and you know, my skin is really dark. Um, I've been blessed. And you say, you're black ass. Oh, that ain't racist. I don't have that because... It, yeah, I'm black as shit. Stevie Wonder can see I'm black. I'm black. Like, like, <laughs> ain't racist. Like, or if you said something, I guess if you would be like, um, oh, um, well, somebody made a comment to me before, and they said, um, happy Father's Day. And I was really offended. I'm like, why does it? I look like a fucking man or something. Like, why did you say that to me? But basically, because they assumed like I'm a single mother. Oh, so you just made that assumption because I'm black that I'm exactly. a single mother. And I'm, yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's now that's something that's racist. Because if I was a white woman sitting there, would you have said Happy Father's Day to me? Exactly. And mm-hmm. that oh, there's was, a lot of single white females out there, single mothers. So please. So that's something that's like that, that was racist. Yeah. But the like, if he would have said, "Hey, nappy headed hoe," I would have been like. You're not racist. You're just a dick. Like, you're an asshole. Why would you call me a nappy-headed hoe? Because the same reason what you said earlier. Only black women are associated with having nappy hair. So you're just calling me a nappy-headed hoe Uh, because I'm black. And my hair's clearly sitting here laid to the side. (laughs) And you're still calling me a nappy-headed hoe. Laid to the gods. We are laid. Like, so... That has to be... Yeah, so now that, I would say, like, with the basketball... That I took as him being a racist. Well, I think a lot because of them. Because it was a whole bunch of white girls. What, what was you going to say to them? I think a lot of them were. And would um, you call them a hoe? I would call them some hoes. Yeah, they're the biggest okay. ones. You white freak booty hoes. Go find some black basketball players to go fuck them. <laughs> Dumb hoes. I would say stuff like that, but, um,. Oh, my God. Speaking of basketball, playing college basketball, because that was the college basketball team. He said that, too. Yes. Um, I was watching the documentary. I just watched it. You did? Disgraced. Disgraced. Yes. Yes. It was really, really good. Yes, it was. And And I'm still confused, though, on the guy that killed him, that said he killed him. Because, okay, so I honestly, and I know, I mean, Whatever, just grown opinionated. We opinionated by every fucking thing. <laughs> I think that the other guy killed him. Which one? Um, the one who had his cousin. I think him and his cousin were responsible for killing him. The one who cousin was on the campus with them, and then right after the um, Larry Johnson. Were they Johnsons? Because the guy that was talking, the light skinned guy that mm-hmm. said he and when they was interviewing, they said they believe the one that was talking. He was the only one that agreed, I guess, to talk. To be interviewed. Yes. And his him. cousin. Him, his cousin, because he said he always was with his cousin. He always, so when he got there, he called his cousin, was like, yo, I'm down there. Um, and they came. Uh-huh. I'm on campus. Won't you come down here with me or whatever? I think that was Larry Johnson he called. 
Well, well I think that those so were the ones responsible. So was Carlton that killed him, though? No, that's Carlton is the one who confessed, confessed to doing. Confessed to killing him. I was about to say, yeah, but I confessed. think that um, the other guy. Honestly, I think that the other guy killed him, and that and, but um, for what? Um, that's what I was confused at. Like, cause well, maybe I wasn't paying um, too much attention. Or maybe oh my I god, it. were you playing spades when you was watching us? I wasn't playing spades. I was playing something. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was confused because I was like, I shouldn't be this confused at this end. Because I'm like, did he really kill them? Because they're not showing nothing. They're not saying nothing. He just confessed. And it's like, he told them how he did it. But it wasn't no why. So it that's no what why. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that because before what happened is that the guy who was murdered, um, he went to one of the coaches and to somebody else and said, listen, I'm scared of Larry. If his name was Johnson yeah. and his cousin, mm-hmm. um, they they got guns, yeah. and if you knew what I knew, you would be scared too. Yeah, because it was one point when they said they went to the coaches and um, told them that they, somebody put a gun to their head, uh-huh. and then the coaches said, "Oh, we never heard that." And the black guy that was in, being interviewed too, I guess he was a coach or uh-huh. uh, what you call it. He said, "Nothing goes on in this team without the coaches knowing." Well, not even, I mean, even to go a step further, he, when he wore the wire and recorded him, the coach said, um, he was like, you think Larry, I don't know, let's just say they named Larry Johnson. I think it was He's Larry a, because I thought about the basketball, basketball player, player Larry Johnson. Johnson. So he was that. like... Um, you think Larry Johnson, you think he's going to go for that? Like, the um, agree with us and say what we want to say? He said, of course. Remember, we heard that thing about the threats. So, basically, he says... That he knew but then about later the on, he said he didn't. Uh-huh. And um, he was saying that. White so, people, I tell you. <laughs> well, then, wait. Let's get into it. When he said, um, let's say that he was selling drugs. He's dead. Um, they'll believe it. Mm-hmm. We're going to say that he was selling drugs, and that's how he paid for his tuition. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, which they caught him. In the Tahoe, because he had a brand new Tahoe. Uh-huh. They caught him paying the kids tuition. Because I, apparently they were a D3. Were they D3 or D2? Wake Forest? I know they were D1 now. No, it wasn't... Um, I mean, Baylor. Baylor. Baylor's D1 now. So were they D1 then? I don't know. Because some kids had scholarships, um, but he didn't for some reason. He didn't have a scholarship to the school, and the coach paid his tuition. Mm-hmm. He paid two people's tuition. Because that's what he got in trouble for, and the only thing he got was he couldn't be a coach for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now he's a coach again at a Christian college. Uh-huh, and they took him right back. But what was good, I mean, well, certain, a whole bunch of things that were good, were good about that. But one of the things were they had, like, three or four coaches from the Big Ten schools. Mm-hmm. And they said um, the black coach was the one who wore the wire, mm-hmm. the assistant coach. And they said, would you allow him to work on your team or whatever? Because, remember, he couldn't find a job coaching anymore in college basketball. And they said, absolutely not. No, don't want him. They were like, because if he was so offended, because the journalist felt like he did the right thing by wearing the wire and ratting on the head coach. Mm -hmm. And they like, no. If he was so offended by what was going on, he should have stood up and said something at the time. But then to wear a wire and the snitch on your head coach, they were, like, appalled about it. Um, maybe the coach might have 
thought that it was racist. I didn't think it was racist. I thought it was like, we're head coaches and we need to protect our thing and we need to let these other people know this shit ain't gonna be tolerated. So don't come here with no fucking recorder thinking you gonna record how it's stuff. <laughs> because you're gonna end up like him teaching at a fucking prison. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, I didn't think it was about race at all. I just thought it was literally that. Like, we don't, we set in the president that this shit ain't going down. Mm-hmm. What goes on in here will stay in here. Exactly. But then the head coach, like you say, he was, after his 10 year ban, he was able to get another job and everybody supported him getting another job. Um, while I'm not supporting the West Wing. Yeah, because it's, it's like they support what he was doing where the black guy was like, no, it was wrong. That's wrong because you can't do it for everybody. It's against the NCAA rules, but yet you're doing it, and now I'm calling you out on it. Yeah, I'm, he was snitching. That, well, the thing is that... I well, think, no, no. Let me uh, let me correct myself. Oh, my God. We had no engineer this oh, week, no, so... Let me correct myself. <laughs> he wasn't snitching because he wasn't down with it. Yes, he was. So you mean to tell me that all of this time that he didn't know where the, that these kids were getting money or that none of this was going on? Yes, he did know. Well, he didn't like, and I didn't like either. I didn't like when the coach was like, listen, let's say he was selling drugs and that's how he paid his tuition. And now that he's dead, nobody will be able to say oh, so anything about it. So that's when he got it. upset. Like, you're not just going to do that um, to the dead man, put that on his name like that. I don't know if that's what really upset him. He said it was that, and it was the fact that um they weren't helping with the investigation and other things. But um you had to be down. You had to know these kids were getting money. How could yeah, a kid who well, can't work buy a truck? True. You literally cannot work. So how did he get the truck? Yeah, so well, if you knew, then yeah, you a snitch. But, um, yeah, I, I had an issue with him. And then the coach was so easy, easily throwing them under the bus. Like, oh, y'all was selling drugs and this and that. And the tuition, $30,000 a year. Like, I don't know how high these college kids were getting that they were getting high to the tune of 30000 a year. Because one, one of the guys, and they say they were selling drugs for the coach. Yes, the one who committed the, the um, he said for the black guy, the assistant coach, yeah. The one who confessed to the murder saying that he had us selling drugs. And, yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what was confusing me. It was like, yeah, you're saying he's doing this and that, but you're never saying what this white guy did. The white coach, the head coach. You're never saying what he did. So it's like... Did they have something against, like, have something on you, or were they threatening you? Like, that part had me confused. Like, it was like he was scared to talk about anybody else but that black guy. So black I don't coach. think maybe they had a discussion like, look, if the shit go left, paint it on, put it on him. Or maybe the black coach really did have something to do with it. Because, oh, excuse me. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Oh my god! I got You're these such a lady. I got on these fucking binders. I'm about to take them off. They squeezing my insides. I'm so sorry about that. Oh my god! But anyway, the um, the white coach, his thing with, that he was guilty of was paying the tuition, getting the money, and that may be a reason why he didn't want to snitch on the white coach because he's like, he's giving us money. He's looking out for us. Mm-hmm. Um. And you saw that he um, got two other players to go along with his story saying that because he's looking out for them. He's giving them money, things like that. And then the other thing was hiding the fact that they came to him and said, we 
Well, I don't know if they came to the original, to the head coach, or if they came to the black coach, and then the black coach went up to the head coach. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what happened. But the white coach, the head coach, was aware that they were being threatened by the um, to the cousins. And then even one of his roommates, the guy that ended up being murdered, said, listen, one day they came to the door, and they knocked on the door, and he said, I clearly saw him with a gun in his hand. He was like, so something was going on there. Yeah, and that's what left me like, because I guess we don't know because the other people are not talking. Well, so that's not talking. So, so my theory was that the cousins, one of the cousins or whatever, did kill the guy. And that after it happened, they like, okay, they done cleaned everything up and like, listen, just leave the shit alone. Let it be. And we're going to, you know, protect everybody. Everybody just keep cool and be quiet. But the other guy just lost it. Even his grandparents and everybody was saying, like, he would just sit around mm-hmm. reciting Bible verses, sweeping the floor all the time, doing, and maybe he couldn't take what he saw and knowing what happened to mm-hmm. his friend, and it made him go crazy. And that's why he, you know, was going through all of, I think that that's what happened, and that he saw, maybe he was dead and actually saw them kill him. No, there's no why. Like, why did you have to kill him? Like, that's well, the, it could be over money, it could have been over the drugs, it could have been over, I mean, who knows what it was about, but I, I don't believe the crazy guy killed him at all. I think the cousins killed him. But it was crazy that they caught the head coach, the white guy, talking about the dead guy on camera. <laughs> and he's like, listen, y'all can't put this in a movie because I settled with his family. He was like, I don't think I'm wrong saying what I said about him because he was into drugs and he was selling drugs and doing other shit. So maybe he was, but not to the extent where he could pay his tuition. And maybe they all turned a blind eye to Mm -hmm. everything these basketball players were doing. And he's like, he was. He was a druggie. He was into the shit. And he was like, "Um, but I ain't feel like fighting with them, so I just paid them some money. It wasn't much. Mind you, he's being recorded, and he's saying all of these negative things about them, and then he sits back in the chair and like, okay, you ready? And smiles like, I'm like, I don't know. And then to me, I found him to be, I think that he was racist. Because it's like, as long as y'all playing ball, I don't give a fuck about Mm-hmm. Whatever I need because that's all he cared about. Because even when he did a book before he was able to go back coaching, what he was doing a book uh-huh. or something, and then he was holding those meetings. And who was all in those meetings? <laughs> they all look like they carry a Confederate oh flag. <laughs> yeah, and they just all in there. Oh, we feel so sorry for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was like, and, and trying to cry. I just want. And also, you're talking about. He was like. He was like, the only thing I miss is coaching. It ain't saying I miss the kids, seeing them to the next level, like nothing, helping the kids. I just want to coach. And you imagine, and he was making six million dollars a year, so that helps. But oh my god, speaking of people with the confession, every time I see somebody, like especially a white person, oh, every time I see a white person with a um pickup truck. <laughs> See, you must have the same thoughts because you already laughing, so you know what I'm where I'm going. But I'm so thinking, I'm so thinking, I'd be like, fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> they could just try to snatch me up and put me in that bed of that truck. Uh, I think mm. it all the time, and I'm like, this is I don't know why, but I do. But okay, so even though this is a um, life of a TV addict, I'm a sister <laughs> podcast. 
we highly recommend you watch Disgrace and come up with your own theory on what you think happened yeah. to the kid, which this was tragic. I mean, you send your kid off to college, and he's at a D1 school. Um, you think he's going to be, you know, he's doing mm-hmm. well, whatever, and he ends up murdered. Yeah, and he ends up in a world of drugs, guns, and then murdered. You're like, shit, I could have left you in the hood for that. Like, exactly. What the fuck? It's just scary when you do have to send your kids off and you think you're going somewhere for a better. That's what you could just say. It, people always say, oh, I'm, I moved out and like, just say, for instance, you know, of course, everybody knows there's a lot of shooting, there's a lot of killing there. And then you're, you see a story, and then people up there commenting, I'm so glad I left North. That don't mean wherever you went, it can't happen to you there. Okay. I just hate that. Like, it's not the city, it's the people. It's the certain people. And that could be people in your town, in any town that that could happen. Let me tell you, and I was just writing that down because I think I'm going to add them to the who I'm not here for. I am so, I so fucking can't stand those people who say that shit. Number one, these motherfuckers, I can't wait till I get my family out of jail. I can't wait till I get my family out of Motherfucker, you on Section 8 with control or whatever. (laughs) Like, shut the fuck up. But no problem. Leave. Exactly. Stop. But then, is that making anything better? No. Exactly. What are you really doing? So but you, you left, but the problem is still there. So, but you're still complaining. All they need to do is then you do something about it. Exactly. You go out there and you do something. And then you your fucking part. go move to somewhere else. Let me tell you, I always tell people, better the hood you know than the one you don't. Mm-hmm. I'd rather live in a hood where I know everybody, I can watch everybody, than be living somewhere. And you don't know who come in there because, um, like, for example, you know, my Dateline. I love Dateline. Um, one of them, the guy was living in, the family was living in Connecticut in, like, a rich neighborhood. And these two guys broke in their house, literally broke in their house, raped their daughter, tortured them, beat them, oh, wow. and killed the whole family yeah. except the father. Wow. So anything could happen. They tried to kill the father, he just didn't die or Oh, he got away. Basically what happened is that they <laughs> He's um, family. I think they got all of out of here. And you know what? At the at the um at one of their sentences, he said that he was like he was like, you were a punk. You left your family there. The only one that fought back was the daughter and all of this other oh my stuff. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Because when they... Black family and white family. Right. They were in Connecticut. And that when they broke in... It was a long... It's been a while. They broke into the house, and the father was sleeping in the basement or whatever on a couch when they broke in. So they had him first, and they beat him up and did whatever and time. But he eventually, when he came to, he escaped and left the house. So he escaped while saying, so he did in the basement. They started in the basement. They beat him up. They see he unconscious, like probably saying, oh, he did, or he going to be knocked mm-hmm. out for a while. Go upstairs. He comes through. Why they upstairs and you just leave your family? And he left them. And then the yeah, thing I was. If I was the, the burglars. I would have called him a punk, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that happened was that um, I'm not sure if the family, if he sued the bank and um, won against them. Because what happened was they took the mother and they told her, come on, we're going to take you to the bank to get money. Mm-hmm. They had the family captive for like three days. It was like over a weekend or something. They oh, had them. It was a while. And they took the mother, one of them took the mother to the bank, 
and made her go inside the bank to withdraw all her money. And she's like, these guys are in my house. They're going to kill my family. I need the money. She is literally telling, oh, she's them telling them to tell her that. Yes. And they just pack up the money for her. Give her but the they money. call the cops when she leave. No. Oh, yeah, I would have sued the bank, too. No. Like, if she's coming in there telling you, okay, you're going to do your job. You're going to give her the money because, one, it's her money. So, and two, she's going to be killed if she doesn't come back with this money anyway. So, okay, you do it. But then you send the cops. So, the teller didn't report it. They nothing. didn't say anything. And they had the video of her going into the bank, getting the money. So, then while they were there, when the... Now, by then, the father had escaped out of the house. And because of how big the properties were, I guess he was making his way, rolling handcuffed to the neighbor <laughs> house, whatever. It was the son and the daughter there, still at the house. How old um, was the kid? The daughter was like a teenager, maybe 17 okay. or older, and the son was younger. So when they came back, the one that was in the house, um, the burglar mm-hmm. that was in the house, he told the other one, oh, um, no, maybe it was two daughters then. Okay. A 12-year-old, a younger one, and then an older okay. one who was a teenager, and that's the one that fought back. He said, um, you're going to have to rape the other one. I raped one or whatever. Something like, yes, that they had. And he's like, um, why did you do that? But the so guy the was like, the, the, the burglars were, was that right? Burglars? Burglars. Burglars? Yeah. The burglars were white as well? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so one had raped, I think he raped the younger daughter, the 12-year-old or something. And um, he was like, well, you're going to have to go take care of the other daughter and this and that because they wanted to have um, equal culpability with the crimes. Like, so you don't have anything over oh, okay. me. okay. Um, by then, the father gets to the neighbor house. So we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? But the people, I mean, and then the rape, the freaking, she had to be like 12. She was young. Um, the father makes it to the neighbor house, and he tells the neighbor or whatever, and the neighbor calls a cop like, listen, my neighbor is here bleeding from his head, saying that somebody's in his house, and they have his family or whatever. So when the cops come, they don't initially go into the house. Um, they're like outside setting up a perimeter or whatever it is that happened. And during that time, they kill the family, the other people. Instead of rushing in the house. Instead of going there. in. And they kill the mother. The It was two daughters. I don't know if it was a son. I believe it was. But they kill the, the whole family. They kill all of them. While they outside. While the cops are outside. Let's see how we're going to do this. Let's Let's Get up the plan on how we're going to get in here. And I guess it may have. I guess it may have been they inexperienced because they're in that town. Probably don't see any type of action or anything, and not sure like, well, what's the proper procedure and what's the bum rush, (laughs) (laughs) bum rush, pull up, squat, (laughs) run up in that house, guns blazing, stop, police, yes, and they left them there, and then they murdered them, and then they eventually go in and they get the guys, and the guy says that he was like, you know, you're a punk, um, I can't believe you left your family. And didn't fight for oh them. God. Oh, God. It was a really bad story. And they were living in a well-off neighborhood. Um, but See? See, people? Hey, go on. Get out the hood and go somewhere else. <laughs> Where they could be. But I just can't stand. I don't know. Yeah, I those comments. Those I hate those comments. And, and they be like, Jersey City. So let's be like, we joke a lot about the Jersey City and the North thing. But it's a joke. 
because I would not sit here bad mouthing my town over and over and over mm-hmm. again and still, and live, still there. live there and pay property taxes. And then the Hello. fuckers who be complaining, you don't even pay property taxes. You don't even have property here. You can literally pack your garbage bags and go move to <laughs> fucking North. Like, nobody's holding you here. No, but then they make those comments like, I'm just saying the comments I see, it'll be somebody in North. They used to live in North. I'm so glad I moved out of North. Oh, where you from? I live in East Orange. Now. Oh, so kill me, North. kill me. Okay, so they just going to hop over a, a city line, and now they right there, like, like East Orange is so good. Or they're like, I'm in Orange. Okay, and? Orange, worse than fucking East. Right. Please, and Irvington. Um, like, oh somebody we used to work with, I said, how is Irvington? Because, um... Like, I never, I'm from Jersey City. I have never even heard of these fucking towns before. Like, I knew Newark, and that was it. And she like, listen, Irvington is baby Newark. Hello, it's, it's like, small. She, and she said that, she said, because it's so small, it's just like a really bad project. <laughs> and Newark, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just a, a smaller Newark. So it's like, so Newark is so big, so you just say take one ward of Newark, that's Irvington. That's what and she That's said. It, and I guess, like, um, and it's the same thing, like, in Jersey City, like, where Newark is so big and Jersey City is big, where you can have good areas, you can have high crime areas, you can have different um, locations. But if you're but just a small, small town, town, it's hard to get exactly. all those different things. But let me tell you, I love, um, well, I shouldn't say that because I'm complaining now because it's almost time for my kid to go to school. And, um... I put the other ones in private school for a while, and then I put them into charter schools and things like that. Um, and now this one is about to go to school. And I'm like, honestly, I told my husband, like, we really need to consider moving because we because would have to the pay. School system. Yes. And my problem with the school system is this, is that um, everybody ain't raising their kids right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to send my child to school where he has to worry about protecting himself, fighting, this and that, when he should be at school worried about learning. Correct. And enjoying himself. And I happened to lock up well um, with my kids at one point. We found a good charter school. It was small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was a couple of fights in the school, and I have to look to keep it 100 the fights involved my kids. <laughs> Look, all the fights at the school, I think while they were there, it may have been four fights that my kids were involved in, all four. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something to think about once you have kids and you're sending them to school and things like that. But then you could just tell them to, listen, knuckle up. Give you bug, right? (laughs) Because you could go to any school, you're gonna have a problem with somebody. It's the way that people deal with the problems. Um, some of these people, I'm not saying that all people, because it's not a Jersey City thing. It's just bad parenting. If you're at the schoolhouse waiting until 2:45 for the people to come, the kids to come out, so you could put your kid to fight another kid, then you're the fucking problem. Hello. Um, period. So I'm really not. And then uh, as far as the overcrowding, um, things like that. It makes it hard for the teachers to teach. Yeah. Like, because if you have so many destructive students, that teacher can't get their job done. Then nobody's learning because they're too busy breaking up this fight, mm-hmm. stopping this argument, doing all that. Then the bell rings. What did you learn today? Not, 
something. So it's, you can't always blame the school. It's the kids that's making it hard for the school to do their job. Yeah, but sometimes it is the school. Sometimes they are bad, just bad school. And sometimes you have teachers schools. who just don't care, yeah, just, and they like, this yeah. is just my job, mm-hmm. and, I, and you just and can't sit there like, I'll do what y'all want. Like, this is my, yeah. yeah, you can't do that. Like, And that's not only in public schools, and what's the because I'll tell you no lie, I put my kids in private school, and my daughter was in, both of them were in one of these schools. It's not around anymore. And I went to the teacher. I'm like, listen, every day my daughter never has homework. She's not bringing anything home, this and that. And I'm paying for school. And they wrote to me. They said, oh, well, she doesn't like to carry her book bag, and she doesn't like to bring books. So um, we don't give her any homework. Because a child told you she don't feel like carrying books. And yep. I was like... Okay. And this is the school I'm paying for. Yep. So yeah, I and had people some. kill me with that too. They run off like, oh, I'm putting my child in Catholic school. I'm putting my child in private. Okay, what that mean? They not all. Let me exactly. tell you, they're not all good. So I, I told my husband, I was like, listen, we're gonna take them out because I really look. I can just count my blessings. How lucky I've been for as my child's schooling. Like mm-hmm. he never he never been in a um, public school. He always been in charter school, mm-hmm. and it's always been good charter school. So I really lucked up. Yeah. So it's I guess it's hit or miss depending on you. Just have to be, take an active role in yeah. parenting your child. Which, uh, and then, and then, and the one thing head. that I did that I'm glad I did I listened to my child. He was in one charter school from kindergarten, and. Around the second grade or so, he was like, I hate this school. I hate this school. He still was making, I can say even in second grade, he still was making good grades. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just always say, I hate this school. They don't let us do this. It's just, they so strict. They don't let us do this. And then as he was getting older, he um, he kept, he still was saying it. So around the fourth grade, I said, okay, well, there's this um, charter school. They start at the fifth grade. I will put you there. Best move I ever did for him by listening to him. It's like he he became a different person, person as well. Because like because exactly because if a child hates the school, they, their grades gonna start falling because they don't want to beat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really I think it was really wise that you just listen to your kids sometimes too. Yeah. Well, let me say this. Sometimes I was say it. just be like I hate school. <laughs> <laughs> I know the engineer gonna kill us, but I gotta listen. We need some air here, so I'm gonna open the door. <laughs> so if y'all hear a little hiss, that's just the air conditioner. Y'all gonna have to bear with us. Um, our engineer, he'll try to do what he can with this. She only so. wanna do that because she straight. She told y'all she straightened her hair, <laughs> <laughs> so she don't want it to convert back. Oh my god, it's hot as Hades in here. But yeah. Oh wait, so. we so ghetto. We could have paused the recording and then just. <laughs> <laughs> now y'all gonna listen to all this? <laughs> yeah, we sat here and did it on the air. Oh wow, <laughs> this what happened when we don't have an engineer. This is what happens. Okay, so Craig G, get your ass back here. You want to take vacation and stuff? I know. You make it wrong. Going to Vegas. <laughs> going. Uh-uh. Bring your ass back here. <laughs> All right. So um, that do feel better though. <laughs> I know, girl. Oh my God. I'm gonna cut it down real, 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 real low. All right. So now, I guess I had a few things I wanted to talk about. Um, I watched the. Well, I know this is not going to be what you want to talk about, but I still want to talk about this Trey Ave interview on The Breakfast Club. I 
don't know. I was like, I remember I said, I'm like, am I Troy F? I think I'm Troy F. <laughs> Some of the stuff I didn't agree with, um, I didn't agree with his views on mental illness. What did um, he say about mental illness? Well, when he was in a rap battle, oh, hold on, let me back up. While I didn't agree with his views on mental illness, I did agree with his reason for why he said it. Okay. Um, he was in a rap battle with Joey Badass and that whole crew. And okay. one of them killed himself. And he was struggling with mental illness for a while, and he finally committed suicide. Okay. And he made a joke of it in, during a rap battle. Oh. He was like, listen, it's a rap battle. You can talk about a nigga moms. You can talk about anything. And that part I did agree with. But then when they tried to tell him, like, listen, but you understand, it's not something that a person has control over. He's like, yes, you do. It's just that he's not strong in his mind. And if you had been strong and this and this and that. It's and, weak. Yeah. And basically saying, like, yeah, there's no reason for that. And I was like, oh, I really don't agree with that. Um yeah, it, I mean, people suffer from it. Take you gotta be strong. You gotta work through it. You gotta take medicine. You gotta do whatever you have to do. But for him to say it in that manner, I was like, uh, I don't know. I didn't really care for it. Um, but of course, he's young and whatever. But how a is, lot of how is Troy? I don't know. The way he speaks, I hope he's not thirty yet. I okay. hope he's not thirty. Are we gonna later on. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to look that up. Let me fucking Google that now. Cause, Cause he better not he look be thirty five. Well, you get shot every fucking week. <laughs> shit, shit start to age you a little bit. Well, <laughs> if we Google that, you know that's that's his industry age. Like you know they lie so much. So I guess if we uh, whatever they say, he I is... had to call his mama. No, Miss what... Miss Ass. <laughs> I was going Troy Troy. I was gonna say what we should do is that whatever he say he is, just add two or three years. So if he <laughs> says he's thirty, then you know he's like thirty-two, thirty-three. Um, I, and why do y'all have to lie? Like, well, you know why they lie because they do all of this research and they basically okay. They say he's thirty-one. Uh, I can see him being thirty-one. I really can because the way he speaks. Um, his views on certain things seem like he's young and dumb. But 31, you should... I don't know. I, have I would think that, the, yeah, you should be... I would have be, to listen to the full interview. Get it together by the like, time you're that age. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to be thinking the same way I did at 21 and 31. Because, one, it should be different people in your lives that come along and make you view things differently. Like, oh, yeah, I see. Oh, now I understand. I was young and dumb. I didn't know. Nobody never told me. Mm -hmm. But as you're getting older, you should have had some people in your life. You should have worked and have, like, I don't know, been around some older people at that time. By the time you're 31, well, nobody could give you different views. So that's the thing is that he has some different views about some things. Like, I don't want to be in the hood. That shit ain't cool. I want to get out of it. You know, mm. I want it to be out of there. Certain things. But then he had young and mature responses to other things. And that's why I say, like, uh, so it could be. So 31 may be, right? But um, I don't know. He was saying, so some of the things that I agreed with him on, and then he kept saying, which I think I'm going to end the show with, God is great and my money's straight. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy straight and God is great. Whatever it was, I was living for it though. <laughs> but um, 
he was speaking about loyalty and about having people around him and putting them on payroll, on salary, like he said. And then we always discuss this, uh-huh. and I think I even discuss it with other people about, like, if you have so much money and so much celebrity and you're able to make so much money, why do you keep people around you and not give them a position and a way to, for mm-hmm. them to make money? So he was like, you know, they were like, well, how much were you paying them? He was like, some people got $500 a week. Some people got $1,000 a week. Depending on your like, position. Depending on uh, how mm-hmm. close you were to me. Um, the one guy who got murdered at the Irvin Plaza, uh-huh. remember where he was shooting yeah. a gun? Um, his brother was on Doggy Diamonds, and he said he was. He said my brother was with him all the time, and I said, "How are you making money with him? How are you eating? What are you getting out of this?" And he was like, "No, nah, he got me on payroll." So he said, "Well, how much do you make?" He like, uh, he gave me like a thousand dollars a month. A month? That's not living. Exactly. So then I was like, "Well, whoa, Troav, now come on now." And I can understand you got a lot of homies around you, but how could you expect a person to do anything with $1,000 a month? If it was a week, I would have been like, hey, listen, that's more than enough. Exactly. You make it more than what regular people, a month. And he was speaking about, like, um, he said, like, one time Troy Ave left his brother down in Florida, and they had got on a flight, and he was like, well, they put me on a standby flight, but the flight didn't come or whatever the shit was that mm-hmm. he was like, why do I have to send money for you to get on a flight? Why aren't you on the flight with them? And um, he like, and basically my brother lost his life messing around with this guy. But then some of the things I agreed with Troy Avon, and he was like, because he said, and the brother had no problems with it too. Now the brother has issue with him about other things, but he was saying like, listen, um, I watched the whole footage of the whole thing. He said, after it happened, Troyev got us together and was like, look, here's the video. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, let me get a copy. He said, I can't do that because my lawyer is saying, you know. Mm-hmm. And at, like you said, um, like everybody knows, he was charged. Um, was he charged with attempted murder or something? Who? Troyev. Remember, he was locked up when okay. he got yes. shot up. Yes. Then um, he's suing Irvin Plaza. So there's mm-hmm. certain legal things that you don't want out there and you don't want people to get their own perception about before you're able to put okay. your case forward. Mm-hmm. So he said, listen, I talked to my attorneys. They're saying, no, I can't put it out on the Internet. I can't give it to anybody, but I wanted you to see it. Okay. And the brother said, listen, I looked at the video. He said it was other people there that were there with them that literally stepped over my brother's body and left. He said, so I have no problem with him regarding that situation because, yes, he was there. He was busting back. Like, he was doing, you know what I'm saying? But he, like, but it was his beef, though. It was, you know, it so started over him. So, basically, he was trying to blame Troy Ave for his brother being killed because you got my brother here with you, and then he gets shot over your beef. I, no, it, I don't know, no. because it was kind of confusing if he was, because he did said, like, I'm telling you, if I ever see text on... Um, he was like, I'm going to end up in jail again. He was like, if I ever see him again. Who was saying this? The brother. The brother. Because okay. it's clear now we all know. Mm-hmm. And like they say, the, he was like, the cops say they have the gun. And the gun that killed my brother, Taxstone DNA is on it. That's why he's in jail now. But you mean to tell me Taxstone ain't killed my brother? I don't want to hear that. Like, And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. it's well, how they logic. Say they <laughs> yeah, the gun that killed... The brother mm-hmm. had taxed on DNA. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why Taxone is a, in jail. Because for being in possession of the gun. So who who supposedly killed the brother? That's what they're in court for now to and, find out who killed him. And that's what he said. He like I don't want to hear that. Tax don't kill my brother because I guess the thing is like did um, did somebody else have tax on gun? gun or whatever or who shot the gun or well, they, did they find out when they take the bullets off the guy right the ballistics? Yeah, what? I would think that they would know. Well, they saying no. They said that the gun tax don't gun is the one that killed him. Well, the gun with, let me not call it his gun. The gun with Taxstone's DNA on it is the gun that killed him. But was Taxstone shooting the gun at the time? Oh, so maybe, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so it could maybe, be that he had yeah, a gun. He, it's his gun. And he and gave it to somebody. He gave it to somebody else. Like, Yo, we going in here, hold my gun, like one of his ghouls. Mm-hmm. Hold my gun. So that person that holds the gun have on gloves. And they get in the club. Oh, they got that nigga right there. They start busting. Well, not even have on gloves because you can still touch the gun. They could have had the gun. So they're not saying it's somebody else's fingerprints or anything Thing else on it, the gun. Yeah, he's saying like they. I think they charged somebody. I don't know, but the, he's saying like they're not saying that text don't. He's not charged with murdering his brother, oh. and they're not saying he murdered his brother. And they like he like yeah. I don't want to hear this like. I'm just on tax zone because all of this started from him and all of this okay, end with him. Okay. Which, I mean, come on. Y'all went back and forth about shit on Twitter. Y'all couldn't meet up and fight. Exactly. Somebody Y'all couldn't, couldn't have been smacked. One. Like, uh, but, so he was talking about that. So then, um, some of the things I agreed with Troy Ave on, he was saying, like, number one, he was like that at one point, the guy that got murdered, um, that was murdered, he was arrested, and he said he was arrested for something that had nothing to do with me. He was doing other stuff, like, they free to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And, no, I don't, you know, I pay them enough, but they still have to, I mean, I give them money, but they still have to make their own living. Yeah. And he was like, so he um, got arrested, so I said, listen, I told you don't fuck around, whatever, mm-hmm. but you did it. All right, tell me how much money you got, and then I'll put up the rest and get you out. The guy like, ah, and he was like, yeah, but I told you, you got to start saving. You should be, if you in the street doing this, you should be prepared. So he like, he said, oh, my girl going to pay the money. And he was like, so the girl called me like, um, I'm going to sign an IOU um, for half of the bell. And he like, I don't even know you. Like, I don't want no IOU from you. So then he's saying like the brother and the brother's like, why should that have been an issue? My brother said in jail, you should have just paid his bell. Um, but your brother should also be responsible for his own life. I mean, so the brother, like, um, you going to say it wasn't your business. Why he, he was like, but he was with you all the time. If that's your boy, why didn't you just pay him, bail him out? That, that's part is true. Like, if it's just my boy and, like, he's always with me, but what he was arrested for was something he was doing on his own. I had nothing to do with it. That... Shouldn't have a play a part. Whether you want, if you want to bail them out, you're going to bail them out regardless of what it was for. Mm-hmm. Whether it was with you or without you. If that's your say, boy, you're going to bail them out, you're going to bail them out. Because then that goes to the point, like, the brother had an issue with him sitting there doing an interview with Charlemagne because, you know, Charlemagne is really... Text on friend. Yeah, whatever, but he really supports Tax Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, he even said, like, I put up money for his bail. But the first time he was able to get bailed out, but then the second time, once the DNA came back, they were like, no, you got to stay. Okay. So, um, like, even if Charlemagne is willing to put up his bail money, 
for this man that possibly murdered another man, which has nothing to do with Uncommon Sense radio, <laughs> on podcasts, anything, and you're sitting here saying, like, yeah, I don't know, even if I felt that way, I wouldn't have said that at that moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, now that would have been a con- the way he said the conversation. Yes, I probably would have had that conversation with my friend. Like, well, what you got? I'm, I, what you got? I match or I do the rest. Whatever you got, put that up and I do the rest. And then he'd be like, well, I don't got it. I'm like, all right, Joe. I'm still just going to bail you out. Yeah, yeah I'm just You're gonna not going to sit on no but, bell. But I am. I probably do scold you like a little child because I've told you before. Did I tell you to have some money? Did I tell you to start saving your money? Now, look what you're wearing. You can't even um, help yourself. Like, what kind of man are you? See, you I wouldn't call you for my bell. Let me make sure I cross you with my damn bell with this. Because <laughs> I wouldn't... For you don't want to hear it because it's the truth. But I wouldn't even gonna... say it because, I mean, first of all, if I got to call another person to bell me out, right then and there, I got it. The issue. I got the... I got it because mm-hmm. I shouldn't be calling anybody. Mm-hmm. And then if I feel... The only thing I would say is that if somebody calls you like, hey... Girl, I got, yeah, you know why I'm rolling my eyes about it. But if somebody calls you like, hey, I need you to bail me out, and they don't have no problem with it, or like don't feel no type of way, and just like, you just spend your money on it. I don't want to spend my money. Huh? Well, people have, like, if I say, for example, if I have $5,000, right, mm-hmm. and I, knock on wood that I don't, but I get arrested, mm-hmm. and my bail is, Seven thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Instead of calling you for two thousand, I call you for the whole seven. Cause I just don't want to spend my five on Bell, and especially not to Bell's bondsman because I'm not getting it back. So I'm but like, you're wrong as a person. But people, that's what I'm saying. You're just wrong as a person. <laughs> people do things like this, and they're like, well, because of, I don't, I don't want to spend my money. And I know you got it. And I know you got it. That's not right. Exactly. And you're so taking then, advantage of me as being a friend. Exactly. exactly. So now I should be so, able to call you and be like, yeah, I got five. You got two for me? Exactly. So I guess oh, my I, thing. I get that to you all day. I guess my thing would be like, first of all, and you know me, I'm not calling anybody for especially money unless I have no exactly. other options. Exactly. Like I, I don't um, explore every all of my resources. And then the person that you're calling would know that. Uh-huh. Like she gotta need this. Mm-hmm. Like she never called me. She never asked me for money. Mm-hmm. It gotta be important. It gotta be an emergency. Like how can I tell her no? Mm-hmm. Unless I don't have it. Exactly. That's it. So that's why I wouldn't take it. So that's why I say I gotta cross you, but because like me, I never. But why would you cross me off your balance? Because I'm gonna be like, you know, that's why no, you should no. stop getting Krispy Kreme donuts every week, and you would have had twenty dollars towards you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you gotta keep wrong. Don't, you drunk Starbucks two times last week. I saw your ass. <laughs> no, no, no. But you have. I'm, talk, I'm no. talking about for a per, like I'm talking about for a person who's you in know the out there getting money. Mm-hmm. You what 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 you out there selling the money? <laughs> Because why are you standing out there risking your freedom, risking your life, and you don't have a dime? I'm talking about people like that. Or somebody I know who's out there hustling, grinding, working, but yet you want to call me and you don't have no savings? You don't have nothing? But you fresh. Exactly. Because I tell people that. You in a club wasting money. money. I'm talking about people like that. 
then so that I'm like, I would have a problem. Yes, because like, I would have a problem. I'm sitting here eating tuna sandwiches every day for lunch, so I can have some money, exactly. and then you just blow it, and then you come to me like, uh, bail me out now. But that I would have a yes. I, I would into that you like a little child. I'm sorry. Oh, I would like that. Listen, I don't even got nothing to say to you. You're I'm right. Not giving you. You're not getting none of my money. Mm-hmm. I never. So I always make it a point because like people will come to me and they want to borrow money and they like, oh, I need it for. I'm like, say no more. I don't even. I don't care what you need. I don't this like. Money yeah, for. I don't take the money. You want to borrow? Make sure you say you want to borrow this money. I'm Here you go. Exactly. Take it. Smoke it. Drink it. Give it to your baby daddy. I don't care what you do. Just have my money back. Exactly. Period. I don't exactly. need no sob stories. Exactly. Nothing. Because I, I, I tell if somebody asks to borrow money. Like, because I, I, I don't need to know all that. My business. I don't need to know why this. You're coming to me because you need it. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate enough to have, I have to mm-hmm. give to you. So you want to say, oh, I give it to you in three months. Just make sure you remember that. Keep that mental note. You said three months. (laughs) Okay. So don't, when three months come, I shouldn't have to go looking for you or nothing. Because me, I'm not type, you you could never ask me for nothing if you ever do that to me. (laughs) You can't ask me. So you waste this friendship and me helping you out over $300? I see it all the time. Well, I'm going to ask for $40. (laughs) $40? She can't call me. She don't call me nothing. Can't ask me for for $40. You owe me, and I never asked you for it back. Let me tell you, that's the best $40 you ever spent in your life. Hello? The best, because had you not did that with $40, it would have been $400. It would have been $4,000. It would have been something big where you would have suffered a loss, and, Mm -hmm. and all it took was $40. Thank, you should be like, thank you, God. Thank you. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. That I never forty dollars. I, I make a habit. I never loan more money than I have that I have to lose. Um, exactly. And then I'm also, not loaning you something that I'm I know it's gonna hurt me if I don't get it back right away. Not, yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm like, first it. of all, if I if you had, for example, if it's fifteen hundred dollars. And I need the $1,500 to pay my mortgage. And somebody asked me for the $1,500. And they like, oh, I'm going to pay you back. You'll have it to pay your mortgage. Number one, if you had it like that, you wouldn't need my $1,500. You apparently need this money, and it's going to be a while. I don't have it. I just don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And I shouldn't now, so, have to go and explain it to you why. Why? Exactly. And But it would be another... Now, let me be straight with that. Sometimes people have emergencies... And yes, I will be at the pawn shop, like, God forbid, if one of the prince or your husband or somebody was arrested and you needed money, we'd be down at the pawn <laughs> shop with the Fitbits, the cell phone, the computer, like, listen, we go, it is what it yeah, is. Exactly. Like, when we get it back, we get it back. When we don't get it back, so the fuck what? But, I mean, that's a rare occasion Ooh, that that happens. Exactly. Um, but other than that, no, I don't want to know what you're spending my money. Well, I tell you why. I'm really like this. One time, I loaned this girl money. It was like a hundred bucks. She asked me to borrow, so I loaned her the money. Um, I forgot why she said she needed it. Not that I gave a fuck why she needed it, but so I'm waiting for her to pay me back my money. And then she like she bought some dude. She was messing with a pair of tens. I was like, the fuck. So your hundred right there. Exactly. That's just how I felt. The way your face looked. I was like, so she said, yeah, yeah, I had to go get him some tips and this and that. She had to. I'm like this. Had to pay me my money. 
was like, no, the fuck? She didn't. In your face. Yeah, I was looking, and so then I said, um, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I was like, so then after we, you know, left break, we went somewhere. I was like, um, can you make sure you bring the hundred dollars for me? <laughs> I'm happy when I get paid. Yeah, bitch, because like I really, should have had it before he had them tells. Tims. I was like, but you know why? That's when I said, you know what? I don't care why people ask to borrow my money, and I'm going to make a point of never asking them because I assumed that she needed it for her kids, and I'm sure she said something like that. I assume. So I'm like, here, girl, it's $100,000. It ain't a big thing. It wasn't a big thing, really. But then the fact you fucking spending my money on some nigga tricking? Fuck that. I need my money back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I said, you know what? And I didn't feel no way until she told me that story. Yeah. She had owed me the money. It was like over a month now. Fucking hundred dollars she could have begged on the street for. But I didn't feel any way. Then the minute she said that, I was like, this bitch. Like, yeah. So yeah. I said, I never want to know what people need my money for. I just don't want to know. Just take it. Do you. And, um, just have it. and, I, and I hate to ask for my money. I shouldn't have to ask for You know you borrowed it. <laughs> you know you owe me. I should not have to ask you for my money back. My money. Well, wait, you ever watch, um, I know you don't, but People's Court, those type of shows, you have to watch. I do watch People's Court sometimes. Oh, because they will say, um, one of their defenses to why they didn't pay back the money. Because she started harassing me, asking me for the money every day. <laughs> it's my money. <laughs> Like these are the way these people live. Like, hey, you were hard up for. I love what somebody say. Like, you hard. Up, you was hard up when you asked me. Oh, I don't get offended because before I used to feel like that. They be like, dang, like you really need that money. And before I used to be like, oh man, nah. Like I don't want to feel like I'm hard. So, no, but I now mean, as a grown woman, funny. look, as a grown and opinionated woman, I be like, yes, I'm very hard up, hard up. Can you throw up in some food stamps when you give me my money back? Like as interest, like I am hard up. I had told my husband some guy tried to do that shit to him. I'm like, oh no 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 no. Tell him we need money. We we need it badly. <laughs> Don't fucking sit here and let nobody fuck with your ego to get out of paying you. Exactly. Hell no. But before when I was younger, I used to feel away like, oh, I want to seem like I'm hard up, and then they gonna think. Now? Oh, yeah, I'm hard up. I'm calling you. I'm texting you. Yeah, that's one thing about me. I don't care what you think about me. I I, I, I don't. I don't I don't care. I don't care if you think, oh, she all begging. She ain't got no money. She ain't got... Y'all, think whatever you want to think. And I love for somebody to think I don't have nothing. I love it. Think it's dumb. Yeah, I don't have nothing. What you think not Yeah, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But wait, I got that for you because this week something was... I was doing something and I was like, oh, I don't want to seem that way. And then I thought about a conversation we had just had about um, this week about stuff you were getting done mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to start being like, like, so like, don't even feel no type of way about it. Don't. Why is that? Why are you getting emotional about it or feeling the type of way? And then that's getting you off your game and getting you distracted from what you need because you're like, oh, I don't want to look this way or this. Th-. Fuck that you could call me whatever you want exactly. you could say whatever you like um as long as you doing right by me and i don't feel because if not people are fucking mm-hmm. run over you exactly no 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 so i don't know how we got to a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So we wasted 20, 30 minutes of fairing. Like, oh, my God. Oh, man. But, oh, uh, so. Well, listen, I made this damn list, so we're going to take one topic. Listen. Um, oh, we did do one. You wanted to talk about tax stones. So that was one. Oh, Troy Ave. Yeah, I okay. mean, Troy Ave. Troy Ave. But I didn't even get to the parts that I wanted. But <laughs> it's good. We got something. Um, so then one of our topics were about speaking a different language in the workplace. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about because it's fresh on my mind. Um, I, I, don't know, I don't know if she want me to know, but a friend, a really, really, really close friend that, like, lives in my house. Um, <laughs> okay, friend. <laughs> so she said that. <laughs> you gotta let that part out. She really, really close. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what is going on with my eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, girl, I got the binder squeezing the shit out of me. You over here crying. <laughs> no, I keep getting cold in my eyes, and I don't know. Are we talking like we <laughs> not on this thing? But go ahead. You're my close friend. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, this is just like, wait, are we really? And then I just was saying, like, oh, you know what? Craig G getting really busy. Maybe, you know, we could just record ourselves. No, we got to get Craig G. We need guidance. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a bunch of fuck. <laughs> About opening doors. Is my hair getting puffy from the heat? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. I don't even know if we should get into this topic because we, like, an hour in. We still got to do who we here for and not here for. Just go with it. Okay. So she said that someone, that people at her job were talking about her in Spanish. And that she said it really didn't bother her that much or whatever until one of them called her a nigger in Spanish. And that's when she drew the line. So my thing was, and I told her, I said, listen, I've worked a lot of jobs. People will speak Spanish in front of me. And one time at one of my jobs, the people literally sat in front of me and they were talking about me and the girl I was friends with, she said, listen, they're talking about you. And this is what they're saying. 
And oh, wow. we went to like management to try to say like, look, they are literally here right in front of my face talking about me in a derogatory way. She's saying, so other people understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. but because I don't speak the language, I don't know or whatever. And they're like, well, we can't tell them not to speak their language here. Yeah. Um, and it would be the same as them saying it in English. So I was like, whatever, y'all. Yeah, we need to make up our own language. <laughs> exactly. We need to make like, like, own, like own pig language. Latin or something. But me, it doesn't bother me because I say like, well, they pussy. Because if you got a problem with me, say it. We could address it. But yeah, if you got to speak way. a different language, I don't even give a fuck what you're yeah. talking about because you're irrelevant. Like exactly. your opinion, whatever I, you I got to say, way. ain't important to me. Um, when we worked at the job, the job that we worked together, that. You know, I'm not working. Um, <laughs> the One of my supervisors, she made a point of saying, you can't speak it. Unless you speak it to a client, you need to speak English. And um, to me, I didn't have a problem with it because I'm like, hey, you got something to say about me and you yeah. too pussy to say it to me. Yeah, you should say it in Spanish. Stay the fuck. I don't care what you got to say about me. But she was like, yeah, no. And she made a point um, that, yeah, you can't do it. Like, But she, I think... She wasn't able to do that, though. I don't think that... She wasn't able to She didn't have the grounds, and yeah. it wasn't right, because they said, like, oh, they could speak their native language and this and that. But how do you feel about it? I guess... It really don't bother me, because I could care less what you're saying, because if you can't say it to me, it don't yeah, matter. Uh, it, it, it don't matter. So you could continue to talk about me, because guess what? You may understand what I'm saying, but you don't know what's going on in my head. <laughs> so you don't know what I'm thinking or talk. I could be talking about you, going off about you, and sometimes I may be going off about you behind your back. You don't know, so but it's the same think, thing to me. But do you think that, for example, like that they would they get more of a pass because, for example, if me and you spoke a different language than what the majority of our office and our Say supervisors spoke. Creole. Creole, and me and you talk, mm-hmm. talk, 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 talk. We yelling over the partitions. Mm-hmm. We just talking, 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 talking. If somebody tried to call us on it, we could say we talking about work. And because nobody else understood, mm-hmm. they can't say anything. So there's no way to really police it other than they get somebody who speaks Creole and understand. So do you think that they're being given a pass? Because they could sit there and literally just talk, talk, talk. Yeah, but you also not allowing them to speak their language. I don't think you should put that on them like, oh, you can't. Because it may be a time when you're talking about other people, but you still can't stop me from speaking my own language. This is my first tongue. Like, this is my first language. Mm -hmm. So I should be able to speak my first language. English is my second language. Mm-hmm. So who are you to tell me that I can't speak my language? I don't. I don't think it's right. So then, regardless of what you're talking about, I don't. I, I don't care. I wouldn't care. That's but. the thing. I think we needed somebody because honestly, I don't care if they're talking about me. However, I would care that if if I was talking to uh, um, my coworker or my colleague, and I'm talking and I'm just rambling on. Wait, sound like the old days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for hours. And then my supervisor comes out and say, listen, y'all got to keep it down. Or you're, what you're talking about is not appropriate to be um, talking about at work. But then my because other colleagues, they're sitting there and yeah, they're talking like, about every and anything. Yeah. But because they don't understand, they don't say anything, then that's not fair. But I guess it would be. But I guess you could just come and just say, keep the chatter now. Like. Yeah, y'all talking too much, regardless of what language you're talking in. But I'm talking, talking about work. 
no, yeah, no, it's, this this can't be about work. Is how because I don't know that okay. Then I guess you can say that if it's about work and you're not talking to a client who needs to be spoken in Spanish, then you can talk in English if it's about work. But, but if you, you want to talk about on, whoa, anything whoa. else <laughs> and you want to just talk Spanish, that's fine. But we're in the workplace. This is the but that's it. so basically that's what she tried to do is say, listen. Unless you're speaking to a client or whatever or you're speaking about, because then you don't need to speak. If y'all want to talk to each other about stuff, that shit should be on your break time anyway and on your lunch time. So when you're sitting here on the floor, what could you possibly be talking about in that language to each other? Yeah, it's not about work. Exactly, but they, I mean, so you can't, even the rule you're trying to say, like, look, if it's about your personal stuff, then y'all can speak to each other and... Um, Spanish, but if it's about work, y'all got to speak in English so I could be able to monitor it. And only if you speak to a client, but that wouldn't work either because you're telling me again I can't speak Spanish. No, you can speak Spanish, but you keep saying yeah, yeah, but you know you keep saying that this is about work when you're not talking to a client. If it's about work, we all speak English. Why speak can't English. you say it in English? Exactly, you're saying it's about work, then say it in English. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that you can't speak Spanish, but you're the one that's saying it's work. Then if it's work, speak English so we all know. Because it's about work. But I guess that's where she, I guess that's where it was shot down because you're basically still trying to put a restriction on them speaking their language. Because you're saying, I mean, so then you would have to decide, you would need an interpreter to decide when are they talking about work, when are they talking about personal. And then basically you're saying while you're on the floor, and you're not on break, you should never be speaking Spanish. So, I don't know. It really, honestly, and I'm not just saying that so I can sign PC or anything. Like I said, it just doesn't bother me. Because I got fucking hoes be sitting right in the next cubicle or whatever, and they be whispering and they talking about me. So, what the fuck I care? <laughs> like, as long as you keep that shit to yourself and you make sure you're not being exactly. disrespectful, I could give two exactly. fucks what you say. Like, you could have that at baby girl. <laughs> all right. Um, so, <laughs> that took all the 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get to who we're here for and who we're not here for this week. I'm not here for nobody this week. Oh, my God. At all? No, no. Nobody, nothing. I didn't like this week. So, no, I'm not here for nobody. Well, then you're going to not be here for people. Okay. So, I'm here for DeAndre Jordan for no other reason than I was thinking about him all day yesterday. Why? (laughs) Um, I was texting my friend, and um, we were talking about baby stuff. And she like, why are you so clueless about baby stuff? When you have babies, I said, oh, because that last one was the last one. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, put all that shit out of my mind. <laughs> I said, unless I meet DeAndre Jordan and then he wants to procreate, then. <laughs> but what you was, well, he played basketball, right? Uh-huh. So what you was just watching his game or something? And No, I just think about him sometimes. <laughs> like, sometimes I just be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do it. Yeah. He like what? Twenty four. Is he that young? Mm-hmm. No. How long he been in the league? 
Hey, man, I'm not legal. He cannot be 24. I can't go to jail. 25. For no damn statutory rape around here. <laughs> hey, statutory. He's an adult. <laughs> barely. Barely. <laughs> what happened to that girl with that? Uh, barely. <laughs> she still locked out P.O.P. Only down. <laughs> no, he 28. Okay. Oh. I'm about to say, I ain't got time to be catching no charges <laughs> over no young boys. But yeah, so I'm here for DeAndre Jordan. Holla at me, boo. Holla at me. He's going to be listening to this podcast. Oh, he will one day. Because let me tell you, our shit going to be popping. And when people, and they didn't hit that subscribe button, and they jump, like, remember you ain't subscribed? Remember? Remember? Your subscription is denied. <laughs> no, we accept all. We accept all. <laughs> Look, we even accept um man man subscription on his damn offer. <laughs> man man, just hit the red button. Hit the red button, man man. But wait, you're laughing. He was watching, so they have YouTube um kids. Uh-huh. And basically that restricts anything, so they can't get to anything. Then he goes on the um internet, the web browser, and watches regular YouTube because he wants to watch his new edition. And one of the videos he was watching on YouTube Kids said, hey, kid, you see that red button right there? And they had a thing actually pointing to the subscribe button. Hit that button. <laughs> and you know all the kids going to hit it. Oh, my. He's talking directly to me. He told me to hit this button. <laughs> Yo, we need to put that on our videos. Like, put a finger point in process. Hey, hey I'm grown, mature, <laughs> sophisticated, smart people out there. You see that button right there? Like, they don't know what the problem is. <laughs> well, no. Honestly, see, now we're joking about it, but you know how many people have said, um, oh, when a new episode coming up, this and that? I'm like, don't no, you but it's not. No, it's not just about subscribing. You have to put the alert on. So you can subscribe, but you still have to put the alert on for that subscription. Really? Because I yes, subscribe on YouTube. And I got the app, though. Because I subscribe to a lot of things. They don't come up to tell me something new. You have the YouTube app? Yes. Oh, and mine's come up. Uh-uh. Grown and P ain't come up because I went in and clicked. Notification. And, yeah, notification. Oh, but I get, yeah, I get notified for us. I subscribe to a lot of shit. Wait. <laughs> okay, so my subscription's like this. I got the Breakfast Club. I got Soldier Boy, because you know. See, maybe I, was, I didn't subscribe to Breakfast Club. I always miss their interviews. Oh, so I subscribe. I love their interviews. Except for that dumbass Envy. That fucking Envy. And I was happy. Sean May even said it this week. He was like, oh, that was an Envy question when he asked something stupid. <laughs> I'm like, yes, why the fuck do they keep giving him a microphone? Just let him spin the records. That's all you do is spin the records. <laughs> like, um, what was the DJ on Players Club? Oh, my God. Uh, the Jamie Foxx, right? His yeah, that's all day. you need to do. But um, I so I have that. I have Big Soldier because you know I was crazy when he was with the Draco <laughs> Quavo. And then I have the Lady Knitting. <laughs> Please don't ask guys. Please don't ask. Don't comment on that. Then I have Gordon Ramsay. Like I got. It's like uh, yeah. It's just all over the place. What I have all my subscriptions, but. All right, I don't know how the hell we got there, but anyway. <laughs> so who are you not here for? I am not here for myself. <laughs> oh, my 
Now, when I say I have been, that's why my name is Slothina. I've been a sloth. I've been so lazy. Like, I really had to check myself. Lazy at home, lazy at work. I told you that I just sit there and just space out. And I'm like, I didn't want to say anything about that little thing. Like, why am I not doing nothing? Like, I'm like, and it's to the point, it's not even getting funny anymore. I'm like, what the heck? What you say? I'm just been staring at you. I'm like, really? You ain't watching TV. You ain't listening to our and podcast. Yeah, and it's not like it's something on my mind. It's not that. You know how some people just stare off because they're thinking about something or just just in deep thought? No, it's really blank. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if I need to do something to activate my brain or something, but it's like I've been really just doing nothing. <laughs> it's not funny no more. The way you say this. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? So when I'm going out of town, when I get back, it, it something has to change. You don't have to get to on Ritalin. <laughs> I'm not getting on no drugs. No drugs for me. Get on Ritalin the ADD medicine. Something has to change. Like, I don't like this. It's like, how could somebody just be... My brain is, like, blank. It's like, I have no thoughts, no nothing. Like... It's nothing. It's nothing here. It's like I'm a well, shell. If you were into um, Eckhart Tolle, that's a good space to be in. What where you just it? nothing and you're clear, you're free. Yeah, it's nothing. It's like... I can't. It's, it's like... Uh, so I'm not here for myself. Like, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know. I, I don't oh know if it's the weight gain. Maybe it's the weight gain. It's, it's something, but oh my god, we gotta do like uh before my birthday. So it's yeah, you only got one week. If something's gonna change, I'm telling you. <laughs> Damn, I gotta remember. Don't be clapping back. <laughs> you know, engineer. <laughs> I don't want no problems, though. We ain't got no metal detectors in this building. <laughs> I want no problems. We ain't got no air. <laughs> we have the air. It ain't covered. It oh up. my god. Oh. Uh, Oh my god. Oh, what are you not here for? Um, I'm not here for well, it was a comment I heard and last night I was on Instagram and maybe we should have plugged him, um, the Peanut Bells Bond. So I was on his thing and he was talking about this comment, but I had just heard somebody else said this comment to me. White ice is colder than black ice. But when a guy said it to me, I was like, I was just confused. I'm like, the fuck is he talking? He's dumb. Like, what white the, ice. The fuck is that mean? Black ice. So I just was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Whatever. So I just brushed it off. Like, I ain't even say anything or do anything because I ain't know. <laughs> just ain't know. So he had on uh, Instagram, he posted it up and he said, you know, y'all got to stop believing in this stuff and this and that. And so basically, what it means is that um, white ice like white people whatever service they're providing if a black person is providing the same the white ice is colder so go with the white person oh yeah See, i know we got to have it i wouldn't have thought that deep <laughs> well, girl, so i'm trying to i kind of think i was on my p's and q's and i still i was when a guy said it to me i was like and then I was like, well, then I put it, I was like, maybe I ain't think nothing of it because I think my ice just as fucking cold. So I'm like, hey, the fuck? I don't know. Like, I do have a problem, but there are people who believe this, mm-hmm. that white is better. 
and white is white. Exactly. I don't feel that way. Um, I don't always feel like black is better. I mean, it's just better service, whatever yeah. it is. Exactly. It Who doesn't have a, a color of its thing. Exactly. That shouldn't have a color. It's um, who's going to provide you with the best service. If you were recommended to, to this company by somebody, maybe in, they just came with a higher um, reputation. So I well, went with that So person. then, well, my issue with the only issue I have with that is this. If you're choosing a person, well, I guess I can't say that because a lot of times I will choose a person. If it's a white person and a black person and they're providing the same service, I may go with black. I may. Depending on what the service is, what it is, because I want to support. Um, I mean, no offense. And especially if it's something personal to me, for example, when I go, um, when I selected my therapist... I selected a black woman because I feel like you're going to be able to relate to me. You're a black woman. You would understand. Um, but, I, I mean, it's just different things that you would yeah. try to choose based on that. Yeah, I'm choosing black. If if I have two things lined up and I don't know nothing about neither one of them, mm-hmm. and all I can see is them, mm-hmm. their face, I'm going with black. I'm betting on black. <laughs> I put all my money on black because guess what? It's going to be my first experience. Either it's going to continue to be or it could be my last. But I'm going to give them that shot shot. First. I was about to say I'm so. I'm giving them that chance first. The problem is, is that, and I know it's going to come across as reverse racism, but it's really not. It's just that we're not being afforded the same opportunities, mm-hmm. and especially in certain fields, and especially when we have our own people betting against who won't mm-hmm. even give us the opportunity. My thing is, is that if you have two people, it's one thing that if you're saying, listen, this person's more experienced and this is the reason why I'm choosing them, then that's fine. But if you're literally, like, for example, when, and I know other people want to, people will deny it, but when it comes down to professional services, lawyers, accountants, things like that, people will literally say, I look for a Jewish person. I mean, so if you're making your decision based on that alone, you're not even looking at experience. Exactly. Why aren't you going with your own then? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is yeah, crazy. You just want to base it off of that. You're not, yeah. I'm going with black. But my thing is that now black people, y'all got to come close, come close, because it's just us. We got to make sure we living up to these standards, though. Mm-hmm. So, I like, for example, where I had something done, but I had somebody come or whatever. And the guy was like, oh, sister, come on, cut me a break. And I'm like, if I was white, would you ask me to cut you a break? So don't say that shit. That's mm-hmm. not the appropriate thing to say. Mm-hmm. If you made a mistake, if it was something that you did, just say, listen, I messed up. I'm going to try to correct it and then correct it. So then I could feel comfortable referring you or using you mm-hmm. again. But don't sit back and rely on your blackness. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, maybe that's what Charlamagne's book about, the black privilege. That shit, once you get in there, just kick your feet up. like. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, I've had that a lot of times. And it's like, sometimes people just do shitty work, and it's just because you do shitty work. Yeah, It has nothing to do with your race. But sometimes people will say, oh, well, you know, brother or help a brother. Or stuff like that. It's no need to say that. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself to the same standard. Do your job. Just do your... And that's all I want from you. I want the service. Exactly. I just want you to do the best that you know how to do. I, that's all I want you to do. So definitely me. Like, if you're from my town, 
And you listen, I'm supporting you. If it's somebody else competing for the job, you got the job. Now, make sure you do the job mm-hmm. and do it well. Mm-hmm. Certain things, I may not choose somebody, and it has nothing to do... Well, I told you, my husband got pissed about that because somebody didn't choose me for a job, and he was upset. And I'm like, no. Why are you upset about that? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't... I'm like, I'm not offended because certain things, you may not want me because I'm from your community, because I know you, and it's personal, and you don't want to... That's... Fine. That is fine. You have a right to choose in those situations. Um, unless, hold on now, unless, <laughs> unless. So is that fine print? <laughs> unless when you don't have money or your money's short, you okay with choosing me. Then hello? we got a problem. I, that's the, that's now, unless, that's always the issue, the other part don't of it. Don't come to me because you, you don't want to pay the white man. No. Yeah. I didn't say the white man, but the white if you man. don't want to pay the other or your money's short and you know they're not taking your short money and then you mm-hmm. want to come to me. If it's personal and that's why you don't want to and you ch- not choosing me for a valid reason, I have no issues with it. I'm not a cha- I'm not looking for charity. I'm looking for opportunity. Mm-hmm. Period. But when that money's short. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Make sure you remember that. So I'm not here for people who say that shit. Um, If you're a black person, don't even fucking repeat that comment. Act like you don't you ain't never heard it. Um, Because like I said, my ice just as cold, if not fucking colder than some of these. So whatever. But who support it and who believe that. Do not believe that just because somebody's white, they're better than you. Mm-hmm. Or they're better than a black person. Or don't. Don't. Or everything. That's why I hate. And you know, it's a big pet peeve of mine where people say, oh, I live where the white people live. Or I shop where the white people. I hate those sayings. Because while it may, in some circumstances, some, some circumstances it may be true. Sometimes I go to a different supermarket because in that town, they just take better care of their store. store. But I'm just saying, like, it's not that I'm saying I'll shop with the white people. It's just that town store is better. It's but it has nothing to do with the race or even to go back and brag like to feel like you're better yeah, than nah, me because nah. I shop with the white people. No. Nah. And I hate when I say I fucking hate those things and while sometimes it may be true, you may go to a store and it's all white people. That may be true. But the way the context that you're putting mm-hmm. it in makes it seem like it's nah. better. Because it's white. Exactly. Because I just say, oh, I don't go to that store. Shop right. I go to the shop yeah, right here. I don't go to that shop right because it's dirty. They, it's dirty. They never have nothing. The fruit bad. But I go to this shop right. The fruit always fresh. fresh. It's cleaner. It's more organized. They always they always have stock. That's why I go there. But that's what I'm saying. So what's wrong with saying that? But we and you know, I'm but sure you know people. Entertainment out of the ghetto. This is like, oh, oh no, you like up. my husband. When it's the first of the month, because you know, we will fucking eat Domino's pizza every day until at least the tenth. If I have to go food shopping, my husband be like, "Nah, give me, the, I'm going, I'm going." He like, give me BJ's dog. He like, I might see a fight. I might catch somebody selling stamps. I'll be like, "Yo, I'm kidding with you." He lives for it. No, nah, if I gotta go to the store. I'm, I'm gonna go, but hey, I wouldn't. I don't like going when it's the first month because it gets too much. One, it's just overcrowded. Mm-hmm. They all want to come at the same. Like, dog. You get six hundred dollars. This where we go racing. Here we go. This where we go. Yeah, you get six 
$600 in food stamps. You do not have to spend it in one day. You don't. You $600 should last you. You could go shopping every two weeks with that. And be okay. And be okay. Because you buy all that food, and guess what? Those kids see it, their eyes are bigger than their stomach. They just eat it. Now, you just wasted that money. Oh, wow, because you didn't work for it? Then come on. Be smarter than that. So now, I don't want to go to the store because now, then you bring all your kids to help you. So now you got these kids Because you got three shopping carts. Exactly. Running around the store. Like, I don't want to be bothered with that. But do you know that they had their research and they found that on the first of the month, the prices are higher. They do. And they don't because of that. Style. Exactly. And it's because of that it. reason. Uh huh. Because they, they know. Yeah, they, they like, don't look at no sales. They don't look at none of that. They just, oh, throw it in the cart, throw it in the cart. Getting they fabulous on. No. Let me tell you, if I had some food stamps, I would be clipping my coupons, Hello? doing whatever, because I need to give me some scrimps and crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> I got told to last the whole month. You hear me? Not just. Oh, I got $600. I don't need $600. Let me sell two of them. I'm just going to go shopping before they come to 16. Your kids up there crying because you don't, have, you don't have no money. Mommy, like, don't do they don't ain't no milk. Like, come on. So you used to work, um, I don't know how we got here, but um, do they give them any advice on how to spend the food stamp or how to grocery shop or things like that when they give them? That I don't know because where you get the car from, they do get a class on how to use the car. But in that class, I don't know if they tell them, you know, how to properly shop, look for stuff. Yeah, that I don't know. How to stretch them. I know um, your ex mayor, um, the celebrity, Cory Booker, that at one point, because um, people were making a big thing about. Like, listen, a person could not live on what they get in food stamps. And not for a family. It was more so of uh, the single person where they get, what is it, 160 or 150 yeah. So he took the challenge and went shopping with the 150 a month and was showing, like, how you could spend the money and that you would be able to eat and what you... Now, he didn't have scrimp, which was my problem with it. Or <laughs> crab leg. <laughs> But he was able to eat. He ate organic. He did things, and it was all about a plan or whatever. But, of course, I'm sure he had a staff of people who told him what store to go to, what thing, you know what I'm saying, who put it together. if a single person, a single person could live up for 160 in food stamps. A month. A month. Because you could. could No scrimp. Exactly. No crab legs. And you make meals that last and stretch. And come on. Gotta get creative here. Mm. Like this is all you have. Now guess no what? If you don't want to live like that, guess what you could do? Guess what you could do? You could go out there and get a job. What? How dare you say that? So you don't have to live off of that one sixty in food stamps. It's a way. Oh I can't stand it's you. A I way. can't stand you. But I, what I was gonna say, I think it would be beneficial to the people who received the benefits that if they had a um, class. And showed them, like, some things you should buy in bulk, some things you shouldn't buy in bulk. Um, when you should go shopping, maybe you should avoid shopping around the first because it has been proven mm-hmm. that they raise the prices during these times. Where to get your fresh produce so you're not paying. I mean, I don't know, but that's just me. Um, all right, so we're going to get up out of here. Uh, you got any? What well, we did? What we not here? Oh, who you not here? You said Myself. yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, this was our tenth episode. We made it. <laughs> we didn't have no bells and whistles. I know we should have done it. Um, Wait, I got some keys. Shake them, shake them, shake them. Wait, you ain't even take them out the pocket. Tell me what's going We made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Um. So you're going to have one more week of us without our engineer, and then Craig G will be back. Um, look for us again on iTunes. Please subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and YouTube so you don't miss any episodes because you don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, follow us on Instagram, grown underscore and underscore opinionated. And um, we'll see you next week. Grown, grown and opinionated, opinionated out. <laughs>